0: Good morning and welcome to the Lakers Lowdown. I'm Anthony Irwin. Today on the show, you're starting to see the beginnings of the flurry of moves that you usually see around an NBA draft, especially one with as much potential movement as we'll see throughout uh, tonight. The Lakers have not been involved in almost anything yet, and I'm going to kind of explain why the rumor cycle around the Lakers has been so quiet. Let's start with the actual news, though, from around the league. uh, Jeremy Grant gets sent to Portland for a draft pick and a bunch of cap space um, coming to or going to Detroit. Um, Obviously, for Detroit, they now have a route to be able to make a max offer to DeAndre Ayton. The Suns are not positive they would match it, and that makes things a little interesting there. You also have uh, the Atlanta Hawks trying to move John Collins. Um, You have Portland being in the mix potentially for OG and Anobi. But again, the big news is that the Blazers will get a wing, a a two-way wing, um, in Portland for one first-rounder. Now, uh, if you want to link this back to the Lakers, remember they made an offer to Portland um, back at the trade deadline. They offered, I believe it was THT Nun and a first for Jeremy Grant. Um, At that time, Detroit was asking for more than that, and they wind up getting less than that. Now, it's about what they prioritized, obviously. What they um, wanted to do was clear as much uh, space as possible, and because Portland had that trade exception by trading C.J. McCollum last year, that means that they could just absorb Grant's salary and only send back draft compensations, and that, that mattered to Detroit. That's what they're trying to accomplish is open up as much space as possible. I just can't help but laugh at it because Detroit as a free agent destination, I I don't see it. But look, they're going to go after Aiton. They might go after Bridges. um, And if they don't get those guys, maybe they can uh, help facilitate a trade and get some draft compensation um, using that cap space. Uh, They have some options now. It was just an, an interesting takeaway from this was, yeah, that's kind of underwhelming, given what they were expecting and demanding for Jeremy Grant only a few months ago. And just like the wood trade, this makes me think that the market out there is pretty reasonable. Uh, now, a lot of this, you know, the Lakers' ability to make a trade is going to come down to Rob Polinka's relationships around the league. That's where something like Essentially agreeing to a trade with Sacramento and then going back on that trade and, and and agreeing to a different one with Washington, that doesn't really help your case all that much. Um, his relationships with GMs and executives around the league from his time as an agent might be working against him. So those relationships are going to matter. And look, the Lakers do have to pay a Lakers tax. Nobody wants to be the team that helps out the Lakers as they try to claw and scratch their way back into title contention. Um, but still, look, Christian Wood goes for a later first-round pick and and some expiring salary. Uh, Jeremy Grant goes for a not-lottery pick and some cap flexibility. So at least as of right now, and this market can always reset itself, but at least as of right now, it feels like, the league is a lot more reasonable with the offers that they are demanding of these players. So you're probably wondering, Hey, where are the Lakers in all of these rumors? The the Lakers clearly have something that they're trying to accomplish in moving Russell Westbrook. They need to try to get back into legitimate title contention. So long as they have LeBron, at least at the end of his prime here. Uh, and, and yet crickets, honestly, to this point. And frankly, this is not just the case over this last few days while all of the, the the rumors and speculation ramps up. Basically, since the end of the season, a lot of the reports about the Lakers have been basically ramblings from around the league at what people think that the Lakers are going to try to do. A lot of speculation as far as fits and potential moves that the Lakers could potentially make. From the people that I've spoken to, the Lakers are really putting the clamps on any and all information that's that's uh, leaving the organization. And there is very little and has been, very little when it comes to knowledge of the attempts that the Lakers have tried to make um, in in moving Russell Westbrook to this point. So I, I I would probably expect that to continue. And that has been the case by the way, since Rapolinka showed up, when magic was there, man, any and all thought they crossed Magic's mind. <laughs> Uh, made its way to various outlets, right? But since Rob Polink has taken over, most, if not all, of the moves that he he has made that weren't already kind of figured out beforehand, right? The Anthony Davis trade was negotiated for months before they finally uh, hit sand on that offer and had it accepted by New Orleans. Uh, Everything else outside of that, though, whether it was the moves that they made after they didn't get Kawhi Leonard, whether it was the trade that they made to bring in Dennis Schroeder, that came out of nowhere, sending Danny Green um, out and bringing in Schroeder came out of nowhere. The Russell Westbrook trade, remember the Buddy Healed one was basically all but done. Kuzma and Harrell thought they were going to Sacramento, and then all of a sudden Russell Westbrook happens. So if you are hoping for... Clarity before the Lakers actually make a move here, you're probably going to go wanting. And on, on one hand, that's good, right? Like you want to be able to control the information that goes in, uh, that, that, that exits the the organization. You want to be able to have teams know, hey, if we're going to deal with you, we aren't going to hear about it as soon as we get off the phone um, by way of, of Woj or Shams or whomever. Uh, and the other thing too is everybody knows what they're trying to do, right? This was the thing that they ran into back at the deadline where they were dangling THT and they were dangling Kendrick Nunn and they were dangling a first-round pick. When you have only like one offer to make, teams know that that's okay. That's what we can get from them. Let's go see what we can get elsewhere, and, and that's basically end of the rumor cycle. So uh, the combination of the lack of flexibility that the Lakers have and the way that Rob Polinka has typically done business means that the Lakers are going to be very quiet until they aren't. And I'm hoping that they don't remain quiet because I can't go through another season of watching Russell Westbrook play for the Los Angeles Lakers. All right, I'm gonna keep these short basically for the remainder of this stretch of the off season. Uh, There are going to be emergency lowdowns that are going to be of the shorter variety as we await more information. There are going to be longer conversations, but those are going to be when they're recorded. And then for stuff like this, uh, I'm going to get in, get out, and get ready for the next little bit of information that that we might get. So these are gonna be shorter. In terms of plans for today, uh, I am planning on doing a pressure cooker with Aaron um, during the NBA draft, where probably late first round, getting into the second round, as we hopefully see the Lakers buy a second round pick. I have it on... We, we, Rob Palenka basically went out and said that that's something that they're going to try to do is, is buy a second rounder and try to bring in uh, cost-controlled talent for next season. So look ahead or look for that type of information over the course of the day and then if we get anything else you'll hear about it right here first so until all of that until I talk to you guys next I'm Anthony Irwin saying have a good one